Welcome to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This is a place where driven, determined coaches learn how to get off the business growth struggle bus and learn how to build a wildly profitable online coaching business. I'm your host, Allison Henderson, corporate dropout to six-figure social media business coach. I'm going to show you how I've been able to create the business of my dreams organically all through utilizing my social media platforms. So pull up a seat, take some notes, and get ready to see your life in bank account transform. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This past weekend, I took my girls and of course, my husband to an indoor water park. Uh, we drove about two hours north of where we live. So I live in Indiana. So we drove about a, an hour-ish north of Chicago to Great Wolf Lodge. Some of you guys have those. I know they're I think they're a franchise. They're all around the United States. But I took my girls there for a fun weekend. There's so much to do. There was a bowling alley, arcade games, um, plenty of restaurants. Like there's a there was a lot of stuff for the kids to do. So we had a great time. However, my four-year-old through constant. And when I say constant, I feel like every five minutes she was crying about something. Oh, I don't know if she was just because she was out of her environment or she just isn't, she wasn't getting good sleep. It was just like constant meltdowns. So my husband and I like were like, wow, that was a really kind of soul sucking <laughs> trip that we took. I actually just felt so bad for my 10 year old because she just, I think, wanted to have a good time. Duh. Um, but yeah, my youngest one just made it very difficult. Like she didn't want to go on in some of the big slides because she was just too scared, which I, I understand. But some of them were so, so not scary. And I was just like, just try it. And she was like, no, I'm scared. And then she literally just stayed in the wave pool and stayed in the, like the little baby slide area like the whole time. So <laughs> We we laugh about it now, but we were like on the drive home and I was like, that was rough. That was rough. And then no joke on the way home. Guess what happened? She was actually fine. Like she didn't cry much. She hates car rides, which we've always known that. So that was even like a big fear of ours when we were taking this trip. But she actually was fine. But my 10 year old left her iPad, left her iPad at the water park. So luckily someone did turn it in, but we had to drive. So we were already about 45 minutes back to Indiana from, from Gurney, Illinois. <laughs> and we had to turn around and drive all the way back and get our iPad. Luckily, it said somebody turned it in. So it was fine. Like that was like such a sense of relief. And then we drove back and I was just like, oh Lord. And it was like an extra, like almost, I would say like 30, if not 45 minutes extra drive just because of Chicago traffic during that time. It was like rush hour when we were driving back. Oh, guys, it was just like, it was it was rough. Like I got back on Tuesday night being like, I need a vacation from this vacation. That was rough. <laughs> that was rough. So anyway, thanks for listening. But uh, yeah, I told you guys on my uh, stories this past week that I'd tell you a bit more about the trip. And yeah, overall, it was a success. But yeah, I just felt really, really, really drained on Tuesday when I came back. So I was excited just to sleep in my own bed, wake up and get to work. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this week's episode. So this topic comes up all the time. Why am I attracting clients who can't afford it? Like, I feel like every conversation I'm having, whether it be a sales call or a DM conversation, it's like, sorry, it's just too expensive. I can't afford it right now. All right, so I know it's soul crushing when you work so hard to just even get a client talking to you in a DM or, you know, a feature client at least, or get a, getting somebody on a sales call and then bam, they're just like, it's just too expensive. So since this topic has come up a lot this month and just overall, like it, this is just a core objection that happens every day in everybody's businesses, okay? 
I decided to re-release an episode that I did. And this this was done in pa- this past June. And I just re-listened to it, guys. And um, it's still all really relevant. <laughs> really relevant. Um, and yeah, I decided to add a bonus. So at the end of this, I do share some additional thoughts that I have around this topic. So you'll definitely want to listen to this episode all the way to the end. Okay, everyone, let's get into it. This episode, I wanted to dive into attracting more of the I can't wait to work with you. Where do I pay type of clients? And less of those, I can't afford it type of clients. So uh, last week on a couple of my one-on-one coaching calls, my clients were complaining how a few of their DM conversations and sales calls ended in, I can't afford it. Um, I guess I should say like maybe complaining isn't the right word, but they were frustrated and had every right to be. So I get it. It's very frustrating when you just want people to pay up and get started, right? So here are a few ways that you can avoid this and ways that you can just really attract more of the people who can afford it. So here are my first thoughts, though, when a client comes to me or when any coach really comes to me and just says, she said she can't afford it. Why does this keep happening to me? So I want you checking in with your thoughts around your pricing. Do you feel your offer is too expensive? And if it does feel that way, why? All right. So I also hear this a lot too, where my clients or just overall anybody in the social media world, they say things like, everybody is broke. Everybody is cheap. No one in this area would ever pay this. Like we're in a recession. No one's buying anything. No one's spending their money. Your thoughts, right? Your thoughts and your energy around some of these statements could be some of the reasons people aren't buying your offer. You are projecting that energy onto them. So we need to stop that, all right? And by the way, none of these statements are true unless you believe them to be true. All right. None of these thoughts are actually serving you. They aren't helping you attract more of your people. And you're allowed to have negative thoughts. Okay. I'm not saying like, oh my God, just think positive. Okay. But I need you to start reframing this sort of stuff. Every time you say no one can afford this, I want you having an anger thought. All right. So this is a thought. Every time you have that negative thought, you have something positive. So, oh, no one can afford this. I want you to then go, somebody is moving money around right now to pay me. Someone is excited to pay me today. There are so many clients who are getting their credit cards out right now to buy my services. All right, there's so much money in this world. There's so much money around you right now. There are people who are buying solutions to their problems every minute of every single day. Your thoughts could be a big reason why you're unknowingly repelling people to buy your offer. And I hear this a lot too, where there are certain groups of people who rarely ever invest in themselves or spend money on themselves. I hear this a lot about moms. Like moms only spend money on their kids. They never invest in themselves. They never buy things for themselves. They would never buy a coaching program. And these statements are robbing you from being so wealthy. They're robbing you, all right? So we gotta clean these thoughts up, sis, okay? Money is everywhere. And moms love spending money and they wanna spend it with you. Are you being... That coach too. I want you to think about this. Are you being that coach that people want to spend money on? Are you coming on social media acting like a leader in your industry? Are you being the coach that is uber successful and like killing it? Okay. So then you gotta, 
and I don't want to say fake it till you make it. I I don't love that saying. I'm not saying you need to fake it. Like like it's like oh I'm gonna post all these results that aren't real because that's not that's not what I'm trying to tell you to do. But what I'm saying is who are you being? Are you creating? consistent content? Are you selling every day? Are you giving webinars or masterclasses? Like from a first glance at your profile, does it look like you are someone who has a full roster of clients? And if not, why? And here's another big reason why you might be attracting more of those, I can't afford it type of people. You aren't being transparent about your pricing. All right, I want you listing it everywhere, your website, social media posts, your stories, wherever you sell, okay? You never want people to be surprised or shocked by your price on a sales call. I even add my price to my application. Like I don't want anybody getting on a call with me unless they know how much it costs to work with me, all right? So before they book a sales call with you, you can add that to your list of questions, okay? Investment for my coaching is blank dollars. Which payment plan would you like to choose? Then you can add in your payment plan options there, okay? Like you can put paid in full, like this is how much it costs. And then maybe you have one or two payment plan options, okay? Have them choose so you know before the call which one they're looking to buy. And another way you can do this too, and you can just state this question also on the application or like whatever it is that you provide to somebody before they book a sales call, whatever it is that you want to call that, okay? You can put, my most common package is blank amount of dollars. Are you looking to make an investment in your blank today? So for example, if you're a health coach, put in, are you looking to make an investment in your health today? Or if you're a sleep consultant, you can put, are you looking to make an investment in your sleep today? All right. By adding these little things, it just makes your life so much easier. So when they get on that call with you, they're not surprised. They're not shocked. Okay. Also adding these things in, um, this is another thing that you can say in there. Why are you looking to hire a coach right now? This can be really helpful because for you, when you're getting on a sales call with them, like you want to know exactly why right now is the right time for them. So if they at the end go, oh, I can't afford it, you can literally go, well, hey, on the beginning of this call, you said that blank, blank, and blank was a huge issue for you. I just kind of want to know where this is coming from, All right? And you can also add in this question too. I'm like giving you all these things. <laughs> Write these down, guys. Um, you can also add in something like my package investments range from blank to blank. So like $10,000 to $1,000. Are you open to talking about the financial investment on this call? And if they say no, you don't need to get on a call with them. All right. I'm going to repeat that. You do not need to get on a call. It's up to you as the coach to take that call. But if it was me, I wouldn't. Okay. If these people aren't serious about making an investment with working with you, then you can definitely cancel that call. You can simply just email them or DM them and just say, sorry, unfortunately, I don't take calls unless you're serious about making a change or an investment in blank. So health, sleep, business, whatever it is that you do. Okay. And if anything changes, I'm happy to reschedule this call for another day. Here's a link to reschedule the call when you're ready. And then bam, done. All right. So you don't have to put anything else really in there. Just make it short and sweet. All right. And I would also like you to borrow this belief from me that everyone can afford it. Everyone. Okay. Yes. Everyone. Okay. And what I know about human beings is if they want something bad enough, they will work for the money. They'll ask friends and family for help, possibly. Uh, they'll put things on credit cards. They'll request a payment plan. They'll sell stuff from their basement. <laughs> okay. There are so many ways to make it work now. We live in such a great time where money is everywhere. So there really isn't a huge excuse. And I'm not saying to take out like a second mortgage on your house to work with coaches. I know some coaches really do charge outrageous amounts for their coaching. 
if you really can't afford it (laughs) or you really can't pay it off in a short amount of time, then obviously don't buy it. Okay. Like really think about your life. Like what can you afford? Like obviously a $50,000 coaching program isn't for you if you aren't making, you know, $20,000 a month, right? Or $50,000 a month. All right. So kind of think of it like that. All right. However, where there is a will, there is a way. Some people get gifted large amounts of money and put it towards bettering themselves and hiring people just like you. A lot of people do have savings and your coaching might be something that they want to use their savings on. They see how buying your offer could really help them in so many ways, okay? So trust that your pricing is perfect. Trust that you don't need to lower it to attract more people to buy. What you offer is good enough, okay? And if you are still getting a ton of I can't afford it, that doesn't mean something is actually wrong, okay? It's working because people are actually messaging you. Like you're getting inquiries about your offer. You're likely booking sales calls and having conversations. So it is working, But if it's not like that, then clearly state all the reasons why someone needs to hire you. What are all the benefits of working with you? Have you clearly sold the transformation that they actually desire? Are you selling? Okay. And one of the last things I'm going to touch base on is sometimes I can't afford it is just an excuse to no, I don't trust myself to do the work. I'm fearful that I'll start and not finish. Like this might be like the 10th time they've tried this and they might be thinking to themselves like, how is this time any different? Maybe they just don't truly want to actually do this. And that's okay too. So it's natural for people to second guess themselves and to get kind of scared, okay? Like we book sales calls. I don't know. Everybody who's booking a sales call with you is booking it from their heart, their heart space, okay? And then when the money comes up, (laughs) we're humans, And we tend to switch everything to our logical brain, right? So we go from heart space to logical brain. And that's when things get scary and we start to question ourselves, okay? And you could ask questions like, you know, I hate seeing you struggle like this. I know the investment is really scary. But if you don't move forward with this, like, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think your life is going to be different in six months from now? right? Like where, like where do they really want to be? Right. And you want to actually bring that back up. Like, what do you think your life is going to be like in six months from now? How will you feel in six months if nothing has changed and you're still experiencing what you're going through right now? Sometimes bringing up those questions is hard, but really that person does need some push sometimes. If they've been procrastinating on this for months, years, a decade, right? Like They need somebody to have them be their advocate to see the light. You are that person for them, right? So asking these, because it can be uncomfortable on a sales call to ask some of these questions, but you want to see like, what's the real reason they're not saying, yes, I'm all in today. Is it really about money? A lot of times it's not. All right. So now add in a few of these things I spoke about in today's episode and you'll start getting way less. I can't afford it. Okay. And more of those, I just can't wait to work with you. I'm so excited type of people. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you start implementing these suggestions ASAP in my one-on-one coaching container. This is one of the many things that I help my clients with. I want you gaining followers and clients who can afford it and are excited to spend money with you. It really does start with you. So we'll look at your content, your stories, and everything in your business and see what changes we need to make so that you can attract the right clients to your profiles. I want you making money, and I want you making it fast. I want you working with dream clients. So click the link in my bio to apply to work with me today, and I look forward to hearing from you.
All right. So that was the end of this episode. So as promised, I'm sharing some additional thoughts that I have around I can't afford it. My first additional thought is that if one person can't afford it, it doesn't mean that everyone can't afford it, okay? Stop lowering your price because of one bad sales call or one person that's in the DMs just says, I just don't have funds for this, okay? A lot of what I shared in this episode will help you eliminate that objection anyway, right? Because they know how much it costs already. So I want you being more transparent. Don't hide the investment. Don't make it weird, all right? Don't make talking about money weird. <laughs> and another big thought I had was, when you are creating content, talk about this person as if they're just so ready to go. You don't want people who take forever to make decisions and aren't truly ready to move forward. Share who your offer is perfect for, someone who is wanting to make big changes, someone who wants to elevate their life, someone who is ready to take action and stay consistent. And remember, even though you know someone needs your offer or your program, they really don't. <laughs> they want it. So talk to this person who sees value in self-development or to see value in bettering their life. Stop selling to this tire kicker, the person that who just doesn't want to actually help themselves, okay? Or just these people that are just taking forever to make decisions. Like we aren't marketing to them, okay? So with your content, what characteristics or traits does your dream client embody? Or what truly makes them the best client ever? Share that when you're selling your offer. And lastly, I did talk briefly about this in this episode, but please take a really good look at your Instagram profile. Does it scream, she's an expert and takes her business seriously? If it doesn't, you gotta up your content game. Take a course, learn how to create better content for yourself, okay? Obviously, this is like, these are the things that I help my clients with, just so you know, okay? All right, so everybody, this is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I am booked out until February of 2024, okay? So if you're looking to work with me in 2024, I would apply now, okay? The investment is 3,800 USD for four months. And yes, payment plans are available, okay? So if you wanna see what the payment plan options are, they are in my application, okay? Uh, so yeah. If you have any questions before you apply, you can DM me on Instagram at Allison Henderson underscore coach. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so, so much for listening. Have a great week and I'll see you again next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Coach Podcast today. A couple favors before you go. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Most importantly, don't forget to tag me at Allison Henderson underscore coach. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Henderson underscore coach. And lastly, please take a minute to rate this episode and leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Okay, ambition is great, but it's time to get to work. Take action and commit to being 1% better every day. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you again next week.